three, two, one. And come on, let's wave. Welcome to the Wave, the podcast, or the VAB experience. And we're live. Yo. Hey. Hey. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was one of the most peculiar uh, intros that... Jay J- didn't make a noise. Oh yeah, Jay. Yeah, yeah. really live? Hai? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we're, we're live. So we are alive and live. And be bitchin'. Welcome to Unplugged and Undrugged. May I take your order, please? Sorry. That <laughs> no, so getting back to the <laughs> podcast, <laughs> we are the Wave, and we've got Mr. V, myself, into the room, AB Chan. Hello. And we've got our bro from a different mo. That's hey, everybody, what's Warren. up? Yes, today we and don't have caffeine, and we have a better substitute for caffeine. Oh, absolutely. Actually. And it's not matcha tea by any chance. It's definitely close to that, but. Definitely not that. And <laughs> for the fourth one, we've got someone who's been there with me since a while. Helped me get a lot of fresh perspectives in life. And here to sort of speak to all of us and bring in his experience to everyone. That's Jay. Jay. I mean, everyone. Those were pretty I, good times. Huh? I mean, oh yeah, when yeah. you had introduced yeah, me to him. Tonight's episode is actually a... Full circle. Which, Virat, which is one of the rock songs that reminds you of me. She will. And wherever I may roam. Wherever wow, man. Wow. Yes, whiskey, whiskey in the jar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, whiskey in the jar, definitely. And Ronin. Metallica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Metallica. Virat, which song reminds you of me? Sochna pad raha Spot pedal diya. वर्ल्ड speak english so he was in a way saying that you you should have in order to grow make more money on youtube you should Multiple have languages I, exactly so that's he, sta- did, he started right? a hindi channel as well i guess i guess then maybe the central topic for tonight should be something on those thoughts let's let's uh, think oh, about that can you maybe maybe bring in something to do with uh, how do you really make more money money or business or businesses content. or how uh, typical businesses around you that you've uh, seen closely how do that typically work where can we work towards uh, making that bigger buck have we made it maybe maybe not but that's something which which we can certainly bring to the table there's going to be certain deep talks certain uh, uh, math as well involved into it but yeah i guess that's something for the better set of people so yep tonight the theme is businesses really yeah why not Let's see someone's happy someone's really really happy ecstatic so yeah maybe let me try and set some premise here uh in the room we've got uh, three very strong business owners me aspiring to be one and a lot of learning uh, which which they've you know sort of faced uh possibly you know bringing out things of uh 
things that worked for them, things that actually didn't work for them. Maybe the two cents and uh, like Varun, that we've been doing. What would you tell your 18-year-old? That'll be something interesting. And probably even uh, touch a bit upon certain tools, uh, probably things to read from or learn from. Yeah, we do this thing where uh, what what would be what advice would you give to your 18-year-old self? And uh, I think looking at Jay's self. smile, I would say he would just tell him, man, you've done it. Go, go to a go-go bar and party, man. <laughs> <laughs> Continue doing that. Life's a party. Always should be one. So yeah, uh, that's going to be kind of the central theme. Nothing hard and fast, but something to you know, really, you know, speak upon. So the gentleman of the hour, AV. Still want to take that back seat? I don't understand. Like, this is our sixth podcast, right? Yep. If a person's been ducking for the first five... <laughs> <laughs> you, so, someone in the previous podcast has been telling me that how much persistent can you be? That was with women, but this It's is so uncomforting, na? I mean, when we start applying amongst ourselves. <laughs> if, if, think, if, let's say we hold each other accountable every hour oh. or every time we meet. Just imagine. Gonna be, that's going to be something. That, that would be a good test to friendship actually. Oh yeah. Oh so, yeah. Uh, I think we should be talking about uh, how to uh, do business while traveling or how to oh, yeah. you sure. know, make, make traveling a business. Otherwise. Do business while traveling? Or because I mean, let's, is, let's you know, talk about everything under the sun. Okay. So, you, how, how our journeys have been so far till here. That and, makes sense. And, and this then is, we this open is the up, third pivot. And then, <laughs> then we open up, open the, you know, the conversation to Absolutely. I think, I think that's, that's going to make a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, let's bait, get deeper then. Correct. 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 For sure. So, I guess, uh, maybe I'll, I'll hand it off to Jay. Jay. To begin with his journey into business, what did he learn? Where did he learn from? So, yeah. of course, you all guys know that I'm from, I mean, it's a family business. Mm-hmm. So, since my childhood, I've been uh, going, uh, on the vacations, I've been going to my dad's workplace. Okay. And I saw, I saw him grow. Mm. And uh, he turned into a big one, one of the big fish. And uh, I joined business uh, 2013. At the age of? 19 August 2013. At the age of 23. At the age of 23. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, that was a tough time when I joined because uh, the economy wasn't doing good. There were new reforms coming in, the government changing and all. Mm. And uh, it, my journey till now has been uh, tough, challenging and happy because I have overcome most of them. Mm. There's a lot of learning into it. Yep. Yeah. And I think, I guess, uh, in India especially, should I be touching the government thing or no? Okay. Oh, you, you can maybe… Uh... Maybe at a different plane altogether. <laughs> I'm already on five hit lists. So, come on. <laughs> challenge me in that one. <laughs> but but uh, still coming back, I, I guess you can touch a bit upon that as well. Maybe whatever you're No, I guess is. today everybody, every businessman is uh, facing troubles because of the uh, the changing government reforms, the laws, each yeah. every day and night and the COVID and a lot of things happening. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Tell me something which I am actually working on. Okay. Uh, uh, since now is the time when, you know, people are either home or they are in the hills or somewhere right. offbeat and working from there. Correct. 
So, like we earlier spoke about uh, cloud. Cloud, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Data centers. Yeah, tell me something about that. That that also will will cover because I've I've had that journey in terms of learning about these businesses. So when when I talk about myself into, oh, I I have I've pretty much been a salaried employee with with majority of my life. But uh, I too did uh, start off my journey with working at my father's business. But I guess that business is no longer sustaining. That's that's a separate story for a separate day. But uh, I mean the 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 grind began in the ninth grade for me in terms of uh, every vacation just going out there, putting in the work, learning new things. Maybe starting from as as simple as sweeping the floor to uh, you know sort of understanding uh, very very complex machineries like. Uh, turning or or drilling or or uh, maybe grinding as such, uh, but then again, so you like that word? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah, fuck yeah. But no, uh, in terms of uh, things that I've I've learned over there was typically more of very very raw level of sales, uh, typical factory management, uh, tooling as a tool, uh, as a skill set. Uh, need to practice that, but that's a separate thing. And uh, internet at that time was something which was very, very new. So trying to bring your business on the internet, that was something very, very different at that particular point of time. ERPs, yep, one good life skill set. But then after which, uh, my journey typically began in working with various uh, organizations as such. So, uh, I mean, it started off with consulting organizations, moved on to uh, hardcore sales uh, into uh, SaaS products. We did uh, have a smaller run on uh, transportation services. And then I've been sticking on more on the SaaS front and the cloud front. So I do understand certain businesses from the inside, but never owned one. Uh, this year started off two separate side hustles. But again, the, the core still came from somewhere. It was still more of a, a partnership where where things are moving really, really slow and, and smooth for now, but I guess we're picking up pace there also. So, yep, in a nutshell, that's been my sort of journey, but uh, certainly we'll, we'll talk about certain clouds, maybe what is our opinion on how things are going to be later on for people who are working. I met someone yesterday, she's based out of Manali uh, and she's been working as a very senior sales executive with one of the larger uh, SaaS organizations and she's, she's doing really well. I mean, she's, she's making her buck. And uh, also and going also, into and role. also working in Manali or here back in Mumbai. So she's working out of Manali, and as a side hustle, she's uh, even uh, an influencer. She, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, more of He's, travel. Influence. He is very okay. interesting. Uh, no, <laughs> that O was like I. <laughs> side hustle is what excited me. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean that's that's something which is much much required. So, Ab, how has your journey been so far? In terms of businesses, how have you seen businesses? I, I believe my entrepreneurial journey started when I joined this organization, Crazy Fox. Okay. Sorry, Crazy B. Yep. <laughs> Crazy Fox is my current <laughs> employer. So basically, uh, there you I was… You can't given, get away from crazy ever. Yeah. It's always the crazy. Yeah, it's a sticky name. Huh? <laughs> so um, there I was, uh, I was the city head and it was a startup. So we… As a city head, you had to, you know, manage the zones, like the entire city's PNL. Yep. Uh, we were given HR support, wherein 
the hr the recruiter used to filter out the profiles and send the relevant ones to me so i was the hr in a way yeah first and last round ek hi round hota tha hai na so that's how i um, got a little proficient or probably better in mm. taking interviews and and you you're given a bigger scope of work i mean the responsibilities that you have it's kind of an autonomy you have over a city mm. so the the powers were such so that's when i realized uh, like you know understanding the business deeper because before that probably 6 7 years mm. i was just an employee wherein i wouldn't never i would never know what is what was our monthly billing okay. what is our product price or anything yep and then uh, in 2019 is when things starting the shaking play, taking place basically yeah, yeah, yeah. um like i i was the co-founder at um, talenzo Yep. that's when we started and uh, we used to work with tiktok so again um your responsibilities once they increase that's when you are penetrating deeper into the learnings of the organization true business wise true and that is what uh, helped me start off talents when then again uh, it was a good run and due to covid mm. uh, we had to shut down and then then i went on co-founding series of companies basically so we pivoted to a furniture company in 2020 yeah and again that's been going good and then for some reason i had to leave and then now again i'm seeking employment <laughs> <laughs> but the entrepreneurial journey basically and again like i do have side hustles yeah wherein uh, i do influencer marketing on the side as well uh, just got two clients mm. basically then uh, like with the money that i made i started making my buck since yeah. 2019 and i've been in a way whatever surplus that i had and whatever risk that i could take in terms of personal loan i've only invested so i have also invested in a vocational courses coaching institute in rishikesh yeah. yeah. wherein we are trying to provide quality education at a very affordable price mm. and again it's going decent basically yeah. and then again something that we are working together on true yep. the two That's the two projects i mean right and one being wave and the other being creator so, so i guess i wave as a business i don't think no wave is not a business basically we, like inve- a, we are investing in passion oh yeah, yeah. that's a passion yeah and <laughs> let it take whatever shape it, it wants true. to actually education is a big sector oh yes it is yeah. so that's that's two of the businesses which warren buffet suggests right one is insurance and the other one is education okay so he yep so these two businesses will will never go out of business is what uh, insurance is doing good in when there is covid when there are wars happening when there is so much instability between the countries and, and look where we are insurance is it really doing good so uh, that's that's typically the strategy which uh, was recommended back then so he is talking about the publicly traded companies yeah. and more uh, from what i inferred when you said insurance was like the companies that sell insurance correct they they are making money yeah the companies providing insurance god knows no. and god bless i just got my insurance uh, day before yesterday i just got my insurance day this, this is your first year, first first time yeah yeah oh, i oh. did it 2 years back and again it's It's a relief when you have one. Oh, true. Oh, my oh. CA told me you have to save tax. Okay, that's true. Oh, seriously? Before this, 
He never said no, that. No, no. Before, before this, I mean, uh, he did, but uh, I think that, that was last year. So okay. I did it by the end of the year. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And the one we who's left, the one who's been so insurance. May one so. you take for yourself that is also tax deductible, and what you pay for your family is also deductible. Exactly. So it's a very good thing actually. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And now, Varun, I guess one of those old-time uh, entrepreneur which I have seen. He oh, had I this. I really loved it Absolutely. when I when I came to know that he's opened a cafe. Oh, true. And I was like, wow. Because wow. like it's not I've, wow, it's wow. wow. It's wow. Directly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, so I mean, I arrived there by basically you get burnt trying to do. So my whole philosophy back then was, if you uh, do what you love, you don't have to work a single day in your life. I, I mean, th- there is a certain truth to it. Yeah. But uh, along with it comes, you know, uh, harsh responsibilities yep. Yep. and the harsh reality. I mean, the reality is out there. You can either agree with it or ignore it. True. And True. Uh, there's an old joke that, uh, what is the difference between a pizza and a jazz musician? A jazz musician can, uh, sorry, a pizza can feed a family of four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I was a rock and roll musician for, yeah. I mean, we, we used to hang around and jam in college and in mm. school and all that. Yeah. So I pursued that as a career. Yep. And uh, Along by the side of being a performing musician, I was also, I opened up my own academy. I taught at a music school earlier. Mm. So I pretty much became this self-employed person. Okay. True. So I'm teaching, I'm hustling, I'm performing shows, I'm flying to different, different cities, you know, underslept and uh, under-rehearsed and whatever. And I'm being hired by Bollywood artists to be the backing member. My job is to make them sound good. Yeah. Okay. And so, make us sound good as well. Okay, correct, correct. Now we on to the studio. So, um, so that, I did that for quite a bit. But then mm. I realized that it's not going to, for me. Okay, yeah. There are people who have made their fortunes in music and everything. But uh, the good old 80s are gone where you could just play three chords, write a good rock song and be a millionaire and live yeah. in a mansion and be ACDC or Motley Crue. <laughs> we should okay. listen to one. Man. Yeah. There's guitar right behind you. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do some jamming after the podcast is done. No sure, problem. sure, sure. No Zeese songs, okay? No, uh-huh. like, we played one. like everybody should hear one, right? I believe uh, at the end of this podcast, instead of every time we try to add a song, maybe we, we can add an unplugged uh, his performance. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, sure. That's we, good. Could, we could do something like that. Okay. So, so, yeah, so I figured that I'm not going to make any generational wealth doing this scene, especially in India where. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like Bollywood music is the uh, is the overlord, okay? True. And people who do any other music otherwise are, you know, they don't make as much. Anyway, so I'm mm. deviating from the topic. So, no, 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 it's a good topic. Come, come 2020, when uh, when the lockdowns happened, mm. the whole entertainment industry, the performing industry, event industry, everything went mm. down to pretty much zero. Yeah. That's when I decided I need to set something up and. I had been, you know, uh, listening to a lot of entrepreneurs, yeah. listening to podcasts like these, watching interviews and this and that. So I wanted to set something up and luckily I found my partner, Ansar, who is also a musician. He was just exiting the speaker manufacturing business. Yeah. And so we both set up a cafe. We studied the business. We realized, okay, 
you know, in business, you get rewarded not for your direct effort, not for your concept and all that. You get rewarded for setting up systems. True. Okay. That's yeah. the main scene. That your yeah. your functionality in every aspect should be so dumb proof that mm. any level of your employee can enter, just follow the protocol and get it done. Get it done. Yeah. Okay. So you're set. You, you know, you can, you can scale it as much as you want. Now, True. I mean, tomorrow if you walk away, then what? Yep. So you the could dependency be, you, levels. Yeah, you yeah. could be in Goa or Manali. I mean, as much as yeah. I wish I could be in Goa or Manali and mm. working from a distance sort of a thing, but I can't do it just yet. My systems are not so strong and in order mm. that I can do that. So systems was one thing. So then we set the cafe up. I already had my recording studio uh, functioning prior to that. And the thing is, um, again, the whole recording studio thing was also I was self-employed. So this is the thing. I mean, coming back to, we spoke about Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the so book. I guess, I guess I, the one thought I always uh, associated you with was uh, never to go corporate as such. I mean, going for a job. I, I remember us sitting and, and speaking that, you know, the, the things that you can do, Virat, is not what I can ever do. Have a, have a uh, eye card ar around my neck and, and, you know, sort of go, yeah. go and mean, put in the work. And I did that. I, did I, that I remember. For two yeah. years and I realized that. Uh, so here's the thing. I collected checks on my employer's behalf from, from their clients. Yeah. And then I saw that amount and then I saw the amount I was getting paid personally. And I was like, man, this is not happening. This is like 20x of my salary True. is my employer's uh, fee from one client. Yeah. Not even I'm not even talking all the clients in the month, all receivables and all. Just just one client. So True. I said, you know, this, I'm, I'm not going to work a corporate. See, some people have their strengths. They True. are not cut out to be entrepreneurs. They don't like to that, go and... Yeah have a direct effort to ownership reward each and every day down in the trenches. Agreed. Some people have that temperament. Some people have the temperament that, you know, a corporate job is the best thing for me. I'm, I'm, I work the best as an inside guy, mm. as an entrepreneur being the outside guy. Okay, you can look at it that way. As an inside person in a corporation or an outside person as a freelance employer freelance. Make, yeah. trying to make your impact in the world. Right. So, yeah, so that's how the cafe happened. We studied the cafe business. We realized a lot of people are, you know, charging a lot of money and they're not even delivering, you know, half as good as the quality. True. So the bar is set really low, by the way. <laughs> so all you have to do is just, you know, curate good things. Yeah. Understand the tastes of people. And and I when I used to perform at these cafes, after every show was over, mm. you would find me sitting with the barista trying to understand, okay, how do I you remember, make yeah. espresso, lungo, and how do you do us? cinnamon mocha latte and this and that so even to the tune that you had purchased that uh, small little uh, whisker or what, what whisker what? was the start then I purchased yeah. uh, another coffee machine then correct bled a lot of money into beans <laughs> and all that trying to grind it different ways and yeah. so yeah that thing happened a lot of girlfriends helped me devise the best coffee that I could make but then uh, focus on girlfriends <laughs> so anyway so that's how the but cafe yeah. cafe thing happened mm. uh, what is the question I forgot oh the corporate sector exactly yeah, that is something that I, I don't have it in me to do. I I just wanted to set up my own thing and just go my own way. I, I guess you the started same, off same with, thing. I agree. Yeah. I mean, one thing I saw in Jay also mm. is the same thing. He's Correct. he wants to be his own man. Absolutely, you want to stick it up to the man and say, you know what, I'm gonna be. I'm I'm yep. gonna do. I'm gonna go out there in the universe and try to make my own dent. 
I'm not going to follow you into the color in the boxes that you want me to color. Otherwise, he could have been kick-ass in a in a Motilal Oswal or a whatever. Okay, oh, I, he's... Don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe with bad grills. Uh, no, about systems when you are talking about, I think, uh, uh, you know, with, with the need of it, it comes. Like when you want to, uh, when you have the feel that now I want to grow. So then there, that's the step when you... Sorry, not used to mics in front of me or something like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, I was talking about... Uh, is it good now? System, systems check, and check, the check. ability no, to scale. Yeah, uh, just, that's okay. just for our listeners so that you know they can hear it's just really the mic. Okay. Special listeners. Yeah, but right? yeah, yeah. So um, it's the need, it's the push in you that you know if you want to grow and then you think you are getting competitive in the market, so that's where you come to push. Sometimes it's also jealousy, and you drive it in the right direction. And uh, yeah, and uh, also about uh, you were talking about uh, the last thing. The corporate sector. No, I when I came into business, right, it was the need of it where uh, I had to do my things alone and mm. there was support, not enough, not enough, surely, because uh, the support I was expecting from my, my parents, my elders, they were also busy into things. When I, as I mm. told you, it was a busy, uh, tough time, right? So, uh, I had to do it. That was my need because I had to do it. So yeah. I grew in it. And then I got confident that, yeah, I did it. Right. And I want to do more, right? And uh, for doing more, I need systems because I want to, you know, if I have a business here and I want to expand, I recently um, started my business in Madhya Pradesh also. Right. So I, uh, I know how difficult and how much push is required. And, uh, uh, but systems and nowadays, with the cloud thing, with the, uh, you know, uh, all the apps and everything. So, it's all online and it's easier. In fact, if you will have to depend on it. And I think you should right. smartly depend on it. And, but also, humans are required, trustworthy, loyal. And uh, that, that is a part of the system, I would say. So, I guess maybe you're looking at not, looking at it not as a system, but more as a structure. Which, which has to have a healthy balance of, say, certain human elements also at the right place, at the exactly, right level. Exactly, yeah, of course. So, so one… It, it depends yeah. upon the… Sorry, it depends sure, upon sure. the business to business. I Agreed. am into infrastructure. Right. So, I it, it is uh, human-based business. Right. And a lot of human is involved. Right. So, also, when you grow, you need systems. Some systems is not always about technology. Agreed. Right? I think it's we are getting a picture here that I'm talking about technology, the, the cloud thing and all of that. Mm. It also requires how, which is the best way, the protocol to run your business. Right. Structure. The model. The, yeah. The, yeah, that's what, if that is the structure. Right? Mm. Yeah. Or the organization structure. So that you can right. replicate. Right. Time and again. Yeah. You need people, dependent people. The, oh, true. Uh, business, yeah. in my sense, I, I feel it is all about creating dependencies. Okay. Uh, in a competitive market and even nowadays, it's very difficult to nee, nee, create I, a dependency. I'm, no, no, no. Oh, I'm so sorry. I like, was talking internally, the employees. Uh, like an employee. Should be dependent. Like, then then it is very, uh, like, you know, Thriving. people do their job yeah. efficiently. Yeah. That way. 
And once they know, like, you know, the turnaround time is less and one needs to follow that. So, the I, I believe the efficiency increases. So, the bells and whistles is what you're trying to say that, you know, maybe a, a particular department has a 20, 24 hours turnaround and basis that department, the next department is dependent on the work. Correct. So, everyone has to be motivated. So, so I remember way. this sort of a structure with the, the first job that we were working together that was back in the days for uh, KPO where we were transcribing. Correct, correct. So correct. those dependencies, if you remember from an uh, uh, level one to, yes. uh, sorry, editor to level one to... Transcriber, edit level correct. one, edit level two, edit level three and then, then auditor. Order. And every person was motivated not to waste their time because you there was uh, dependence. Yeah, there, there were penalties and Agreed. a lot of consequences that way. Agreed. So people perform efficiently. The turnaround time is also relatively small. Mm. At least this is what I've encountered in the businesses and in the even in the company that I'm now. Right. So I I keep telling my managers like you know you have to create dependency. Yeah. You know sometimes I think that uh, I I want to work in a big firm and to know how they the, the structure handle Agreed. such a big business and the structure, how Correct. they treat because here uh, you know in my business the salaries are not so huge. And uh, there is a difference in the, like, huge difference in the salary. Right. Huge jump, huge difference in, in the terms of senior manager and a junior one. Got it. There is a difference. Uh, about dependency and, sorry, about the motivation. What I do with my employees, I don't go and say uh, the, the command, you know, yeah, this is what you have to do. Mm. That is it. No. I go, this is what we need to do. Yep. This is what is your role, and hmm. this is the whole thing about. So, why are we doing this? Right. And Perfect. when they understand the need of the company, not me, the company yeah. where they are working in, right? Then they are motivated, and then Agreed. they with and this is you know this is where they feel that their actions have actually benefited the company. So they uh, have this the self respect. Impact. They have yeah. they grow their self respect, hmm. and I push it more. This is a trick. True. This is a trick. I push it more. So, I'll, I'll give you one, uh, I'll draw a very nice parallel to this. So, when I was in KPMG, uh, the same concept was actually tried and marketed to a lot of employees called as uh, higher purpose. Alright. So, uh, it was it was amazing. Uh, they had done a full-blown uh, marketing campaign internally for people to realize that, you know, uh, sure, you have a job, you have a regular set of uh, your key roles and responsibilities which is defined for you. But, your current key roles and uh, responsibilities are reaching to a higher purpose. Exactly. So, first off, having responsibilities on your own work and at the same time, thinking about a higher purpose in life in terms of not just maybe your personal growth, but even the organizational growth so that you and the organization are growing together. So, that was kind of a story which they tried to draw. Uh, it's It's a constant sort of a battle which you want to have with your employees. So, doing this, from a top-down approach. That is the owner speaking the same to their immediate leadership, speaking to the bottom-most guy. That's a beautiful place to be. Because I remember yeah. this was just one conversation where one of the uh, uh, say CEOs of KPMG had this with the larger masses that this is the higher purpose which we are talking about. But if tomorrow my manager is speaking to me in those languages or perhaps maybe once in a while whenever I'm interacting with the higher above, they have the similar concept of of uh, a higher purpose and, and sort of working to a larger goal. Amazing. Simply amazing. Where the, the place where you actually would want to be because culture always flows top down. So whatever you're doing at the steering, 
that's that's something which you are going to definitely inculcate. So as a bottom most employee, I guess for me, I was very, very crucial in terms of what sort of culture I'm working with. So this is something which I would ideally love to be in, in terms of understanding that, you know, maybe my one cent is going to, you know, sort of trickle into something larger and perhaps understanding this overall concept of growing within that organization. Amazing. I mean, that's that's just my two Satoshis on it. I think it has its drawbacks as well. Yeah. You know, when you share too much with your employees. With Agreed. Your you know, uh, it has its drawbacks because uh, some, you know, people can move to different companies. They have their different motivations for right. that. And uh, your goals are, of course, can be misused. Trade secrets is something which I would ask you to withhold, but uh, having a mission vision of your organization which can be actually uh, driven out, that's that's something which is very, very brilliant. I think it has to grow in the company and especially it happens with the, when you're having uh, old in employees who have their attachment with the growing organization yeah. from whether they're working. Correct. The new ones, of course, they look at money first then they have, then they, you know, the, of course, the attachment with the company the people around your leader, mm. it, it has to grow. It has to grow in you. It should. Ideally, people are... So, uh, I mean, this this one was actually dropped as a bomb uh, in, in the last podcast by Varun. Uh, that was about uh, 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 having a Maslow's uh, need hierarchy. So, every individual has a particular uh, uh, requirement and a need from anything or everything in life. So, typically, that is uh, projected onto your jobs as well, right? So, like you said, that if, if someone has to stick on in a particular organization, how can I bloody get their loyalty? So, there are various bands into it. If we Google, and I mean, it starts off with as basic as uh, your salaries and everything. And it moves on to food. Then it moves on to people. You're looking out for people to be working with. And finally, the top of the triangle was actualization, self-actualization. So, how spiritually are you connected to a particular need as such? And then right. what sort of a spiritual uh, benefit are, are you getting out of it? That's that's somewhere where you want to be. Uh, although it's it's amazing in books as well. But when you see it from a larger perspective, I think I think every organization might just be benefiting from understanding how the need analysis, uh, sorry, the need uh, uh, hierarchy works typically. So that'll be something which I'd, I'd suggest even the podcasters to really, you know, sort of read about uh, I mean, I, I won't really uh, sort of say that I'm, I'm perfect at it, but then definitely there have been a lot of trainings which have gone in in terms of understanding the need of individual employees as well. So that, you know, the, these guys are going to be certainly sticking on, like you said, some of them are going to go to various competitors as well. So how do you really, uh, you know, sort of bring in that stickiness with that employee that, you know, they feel as a sense of belonging to your Oh, you have to show trust to gain trust. I agree. I agree. That's that's, that's very, very important. And Risky, but important. Yeah. Now, of course, you, you learn your ways that how much to trust yeah. to make that uh, person feel that you actually trust him. Correct. You have got the line between them. Mm. Yeah. That's very important that you, even you should know how much you open up. Right? So, communication as a skill set. Of course, you're doing business. You have to be, you have to play your smart ways. You can't be just, you know, you're not a saint. 100%. You can't make everybody happy. So what was that? Uh, you can't uh, walk through the hell with a halo on your head. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you need to, wherever you are, you need to yeah. sort of do your thing. Yeah. Mm. So, 
No, okay. I, I really resonate with what Jay said actually. Mm. And I'm learning. True, true. As of now. So like, for me, right, there's, right there's a lot of learning going yeah. on. The way he said, you know, to make your employees understand that, hey, you're not just a cog in the wheel, you're part of a much bigger picture. Mm. And you right now can have your impact right here with the actions you put in right. into this job. Right. So, reminding them that they are uh, a bigger part of a higher picture overall as an organization. So, maybe you want to try and, you know, light that fire of intrapreneurial wherein you, uh, you know, sort of bring in some sense of responsibility so that this guy is adding on to your business which is growing above and definitely that is going to be a, a, a fruit which he's going to sort of reap after that also. Correct, correct. And then the whole thing of, uh, you know, I mean, as like, I, I literally personally mm. do all the hiring and firing also, sadly, <laughs> for, for my workplace. And um, yeah. it takes a lot of time. Like, it, it's, I mean, the the people that you have to weed out is, and, and with the, compared to the ratio of the people whom you'll find to be like really good employees is like nearly like 40 to 1 or 50 to 1. I agree. Okay. But you just need that one. That you one just need guy. that one. Yeah. Correct. So you have to, I mean, you have to uh, eat a lot of bad apples to come across a good one. It's pretty much the case here. And it's it's taxing on a day-to-day basis when you have to like literally go out there and do it. Yeah. Take several interviews every day and you deal, deal with all sorts of things. Okay. True. To name a few. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so that's there. And um, what was I saying? Interviewing. Interviewing people, right? So, Finding good people is finding good people is very like it's paramount to a business because that's the thing that uh, takes you the longest and it it's the most worthwhile thing. You need like good dependent people Agreed. who will not screw you over, you know, at the right True. time and they run your business smoothly. As an employer, I mean, it's see, it's uh, like uh, it. There is no better feeling than to sign up sign an employee's paycheck at the end of the month. Agreed. Okay. Like you, you feel that, hey, you have so much impact in this guy's life that they have given you their hours and they have given you so much work. Families, and, and this families is the, are dependent. Yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Feeding families. So, so there's no better feeling than that. And uh, just to get to that point where you find good employees who mm. stick around with you, that's, that's been like a very uh, challenging, challenging thing for me so far. I think, and it, uh, it, it's constant hiring and firing. I think it, it just it, goes the, on. And running on. the whole business is an experiment. Hmm. Through like a constant experiment. Happening. Yeah, correct, correct. And uh, yeah, I think a good businessman is uh, one who is working for uh, others. Working yeah. for working for their, first is their close ones, family, the employees, the company, then the country. Right? All the big businessmen, even Tata, you can say. He, hmm. Tata is an example. Ki mein, he, he will make the the cheapest car for the country. True. Reliance said, I will, I'll, I think his dream was that everybody should have a cell phone in the country, True. in India. Yeah. True. So these, this is a big, uh, these are the business, I would say, like they are working for others. For, you know, uh, every businessman in India, almost 50% of them have earned enough and to have a good life. And uh, I think the growing ones are the ones who are working for their company with the employees, like the whole ship. Mm. Uh, otherwise, it's very easy to give out your uh, your assets that you have earned, give out on these, have a basic income and enjoy your life and mm. not go through the, the grind and the… Uh, so much of it, so much mm. of it. So, uh, these are the ones who grow like, in, their, in their life, doing business. They're happy. But, you know, they're actually… Contribute. 
creating value. Yeah. And they're, and they're behind it every day. After a while, the numbers don't matter. It's it's the expansion and the result and and the mm. once you've tasted blood you know you have it exactly now. so and you can't can't take it away from them and I guess I mean uh, the, the 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 very close uh, set of people that I've seen have been coming from a more uh, of a of a very well balanced of a hand which is not just going to uh, sort of pat the bat but even reprimand at the right time so by that I mean both empath but at the same time being stern in places where is typically required. Life is to do with yourself. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And you are all in. <laughs> yeah. That many a times has happened. Correct. But So, uh, anybody has an idea about uh, why businesses in India are so difficult and, and why they are facing so much difficulty and not in the other countries and why why are why is our government not doing so much about it? Perhaps that's a very heavy topic to sort of speak about at a various different plane. I can, I can hear the band bells ringing. <laughs> band. <laughs> I mean, it also differs, right? The impact of which your inefficient government policies have, the direct impact on your business. Not every business suffers, per se. But I, I, I believe uh, your business gets impacted directly. It does, it does. When, and I think every business someone, suffers. I will tell you how. I'll give you an example. There's, I think it's going to be very technical over this time. No, please tell. So, yeah, but but if you can, you know, dumb it down to us. <laughs> uh, go, go for it. We'll keep government, yeah, we'll... government at, so if, if, uh, if someone has to rent out a land, industrial land, hmm. if, if someone rents out to a manufacturing industry, yeah. the one who's giving out on, land, uh, on, on the rent, he has to pay four pesa of tax, I'm giving an example, to the government. Four pesa yeah. per? Four person. Oh, four, okay, four, person right. four person. Four person. All right. And uh, on, on that income. Yeah. Yeah. On the rental income. income. On the rental, the rental income. income. Yes. Hmm. And to a manufacturing. But if you are renting it out to a uh, IT, okay. IT firm, IT industry. Yeah. One point five percent. One point five percent. of hmm. uh, the rental income. So rental income. That's a four percent to one point five percent. But the course, what do we need in India right now? Is manufacturing. Okay. Correct. Manufacturing creates so much jobs. Yeah, make in India. Make in India. Correct. Right? Self-dependence. Mm. But they are charging higher tax. So how... So, I mean, the fiscal how, policy how, is... An actually, entrepreneur who cannot mm. buy his land, he wants to go out and man, start manufacturing something. He has invented or discovered something. Mm. And he's making a nice product or what, whatever. Be. Mm. Right? And he has to pay away. And, uh, uh, you know, of course... The tax, the the extra percentage that be that is being charged by the rental, the guy who's mm. going to rent, the owner of the land, mm. will charge the hundred percent. It will be shifted right? onto the person who's paying the rent. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So his product is going to get expensive. Okay, right. So is it is it going to help wow. the help the country? So these are the norms, mm. right? Of course, it is going to get expensive in the market. Yeah, the so, cost of production is. More because of I'll, the person is charged. Still go out on the limb and maybe try and channelize the podcast back again to entrepreneur and not just the government bit because that's a that's a very vast topic. So we yeah we'll we'll do a proper episode and, and just just tell me your thoughts. No, we'll, we'll do one proper episode just on 
government and the, the fiscal impact. policies yeah, and the, the impacts that we yeah. can discuss a lot of books and oh, a lot absolutely. of things, a lot of absolutely. philosophies like libertarianism and all that. True, true. Okay. But but then that that's what right. So I mean, here we are right now. What we are trying to do is sort of bring in something from our inside in terms of the entrepreneurial side of things. So the policy bit, I guess it's it's a bit tricky right now. Correct. So let's let's talk about this thought. I feel that you bond well with your employee mm-hmm. when you diligently accept the fact that or you believe that you know this employee is going to leave me mm. one day or other mm. one day too soon mm. and it doesn't matter me no matter on what note the employee leaves me no matter how deep you were in a project and he was very crucial to that mm. you once you make yourself comfortable that they will leave me and they will have reason mm. I cannot feel it because Maybe it's been a very long time that I've been in a job or mm. maybe I've never worked at all. Mm. Like Varun, you've always been independent, right? So once you believe and you you would understand on what level you connect and trust, you were talking about trust, right? Mm. So that trust is deep. These are the ones will think of you as mentors. Mm. And it's not like there's some obligation, but they like that vibe. It's a, it's a fight to be a leader. And uh, be a mentor. And uh, no, but, uh, mentor as in once they once they leave the company, they would the, still want to be around you. The fight is solving each and every problem they are facing. Whenever they come come to you with a problem, you need to have the solution. Mm. And they should feel that you know, me, uh, today I have worked this much. This mm. is the this Correct. is the end of my project, and I have this small issue, and I have no answer. Go to this guy, ask for it. It will be done. This is what you have to be. Yeah, to yeah. be a leader. Yeah. They have to feel it inside. So, so leadership, that's not a just challenge. a challenge. That's, that's the fight. Yeah, their problems about. are your problems along with your own, own problems. problems. Yeah. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. And you have to wear a lot of hats when you're at it, right? I mean, uh, be it right now, you might be facing challenges maybe on, on, I don't know, the front end bit. And maybe someone in the HR team is acting out and she's also bringing her problems to you. So, all in all, as a person, you you are wearing a hat of an HR manager to even the front-end manager to even someone who is uh, sort of taking care of the admin bit he, that the fans aren't working at the office. That's that's again a problem which you have, right? So, I I, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot uh, which, which an individual actually goes through, but I guess the payoff is really well. Uh, I mean, not just the fact that, you know, I'm... I'm Gradually, say, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. But, but in Bit terms time of the obviously. grind, it's amazing to see someone actually put in that, you know, that plan. The higher you go, the bigger you fall. Yeah, so, I mean, high risk, high rewards. Yeah. Always. And it's it's a drive. And one gradually should develop it, I feel. And <coughs> failure is a very key element to this. True. Like not giving a fuck about things. And that is how you gradually like, you know, start taking risks. No, hang on, hang on. So, the last particular bit when you were talking, the one thing which I could correlate to the overall concept was still abundance. So, your dependency… Letting… Exactly. So, your your dependency, certainly you know, is is going to be on a certain set few people. But if you are planning somewhere in advance in terms of having, like we were talking about systems in place, wherein the dependency is on the seat and not on the person. 
right? It's, it's more of a bureaucratic organization. I get it. But no, actually, it's always the person. I I I, under, I understand. Every, every I understand. manager would differ. The quality would differ. No, I I totally get it. I mean, I, it is going to be in terms of the uh, the skill sets that that's the person why, brings. That's why but, there are protocols, and you know, every other person who is coming on that seat will follow the same protocol. The so efficiency the varies actually. Like, so that's going to be the part of system, right? As you spoke earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah standard correct, operating correct. procedures and those things. But certain things you cannot control, right? Wherever there are very uh, so the style subjective. of working differs, right? For the same task, if you give it to two different people, sure, the presentation would be different. But but at, I mean, think of it from a snowball effect. How much does it affect your uh, two? By how much I mean in terms of percentage, how much do you think your uh, end uh, revenue is is going to be impacted? I'll I'll tell you why. Impacted by by uh, the the efficiency of one person compared to another person, not the overall team. I'm, I'm talking about. One person compared to the other person, the person X having, uh, say, a uh, uh, hundred efficiency, and the person Y having a ninety efficiency. Two, how mission critical does that person need to be for it, it to affect your? Uh, I like the scenario that you've given. Hmm. It it varies from business to business. My no. business revolves more around one-on-one uh, -on -one interaction. Correct. The execution is done such. Correct. So, one inefficient uh, leader, mm. let's say a manager, basically, mm. can actually screw things for me. But maybe let's do so, two levels below mm. that manager. That inefficiency, how much will that typically? Affect? So on a micro level, yeah, those few Grants to to a certain yeah. extent, it can be entertained. Okay. But then it, it it always has to be like if I'm little inefficient, mm. the one above me, the one I'm reporting to, yeah. Should have the covering ability, so right. Again, that's how you improve efficiency, right? Yep. The the one below has to be a little more efficient than the one above, basically. Last will be a little inefficient, then the second last has to ha should have the skill set to cover. Right. Then then it doesn't like till the time it goes macro. Then mission critical is is the whole. So that's why I said managers right? if yeah. if. Then uh, it affect, uh, it directly affects the business, mm. the managers on executive level. Like you, there's a protocol, there's a drill, right? Right. Three months, if there's no performance, you put them on PIP, mm. and then after a month, you dictate. Adios. Yeah. Mm. But then the same cannot be entertained. You for a manager because a manager has a team, he has certain powers, mm. the execution ability. Wherein he doesn't have to ask you for approval mm. because he can take certain decisions at his own discretion. Mm. So if that person is not the right type for your business, then that like just imagine what his team would be doing. Okay. Because like I once learned, like you know, <laughs> like in my uh, one of the companies where I was employed, so I was consistently reminded, like, and it was the first time. Uh, I was handling a team, and I was constantly reminded, like you know, Abhishek. Like I was saying, the guy below, he can mm. be a little inefficient, but the one above him has to cover up, should mm. have the skill set. So my, I had four uh, area managers, so who used to report to me, mm. and then they lacked motivation, they lacked the hustle, they didn't want to roam around on the field that way. So I used to 
cover up for them. I used to work on the weekends, never take holidays. So because ultimately it it you gives miss, my impression you miss working at night also. Yeah. yeah, correct. Yeah. So ultimately the head office Bangalore mm. would mm. look at what Mumbai is doing. If it's not doing good, mm. then Abhishek is not doing good. Ownership level. So that's yeah. when I was taught ki Abhishek. I was advised that Abhishek, you need to either fire mm. those area managers who are lacking the motivation mm. because if you do not do that and bring your numbers up, mm. the performance numbers up, then you will be fired for sure. Mm. Because the normal perception is ki if the executives are not doing good under certain leadership, mm. the fault is in leadership. Agreed. Yeah, your, your ass is on the line. Absolutely. Always. Yeah. So that, that's when I learned the dependencies have to be created at certain points. Correct. Where the person has to feel the warmth. I didn't want to say breath, but the warmth. Mm. Like for AKA consequences. Correct. If they do not perform. Mm. So that's one thing I've seen. Like now we're all, I'm running a food industry. Jay is from this construction and the civil engineering infra, space yeah. infra and AB is from uh, the services services, and services and media yeah. and and he's co-founded a lot of uh, yeah. ventures as well correct and uh, you I, wanted to escape from the <laughs> being the inside guy no no you also have your strengths by the way I, I get it I mean I wouldn't call it the weakness bit but then certainly there was it's some, not, somewhere it's, not, uh, it's a trait correct it, it's a characteristic it is, it is somewhere where I wanted to do away with it also things were yeah. working, were not working, now, but irrespective, I, I, really I guess. Wish, now let's yeah. let's you know I'll push this conversation into a direction where mm. um, we were talking about in the last twenty to thirty years, along with the internet, we've seen a lot of uh, business ventures, which is a company of one. Yeah. Okay. And there's a very famous book which goes by the name of Company of One. You should check it out, or okay. readers can check it out. Company of One. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, the book's called Company of One and mm. which, which uh, talks about the last 30 years we've seen entrepreneurs working as a one-man show, a company of one where you're selling a product or a service. You could be moving physical product or may not be moving physical product. But, okay. Uh, and you have, instead of hiring a bunch of employees, you have contractors. Said, right. Said right. specific, yeah. you know, mm. pros in their field who come and they provide you their expertise at a fees and you the transaction is very upfront over there. Right. You don't have to deal with employees because as a business owner, it does consume a lot of time, energy and effort. And I know it's an integral part of conducting business and creating an organization. But that's another very fascinating concept. I've always been obsessed with the fact that if I could run such kind of a business from a remote location yeah. somewhere, I'm either in Manali or I'm in Himachal or I'm in uh, Goa. Or yeah. I'm in Auroville, anywhere. Mm. Okay, all these good destinations come to my mind where I'm sitting, traveling, but I'm by the side, I'm running my Hustling, company. My, by my the way, Freshworks CEO operates from his village. Wow. They got uh, listed in NYSE. Right. Yeah. And he moved back to India so to his that's, hometown. That's the dream job. I, I can't walk right away from side. my business I, tomorrow I guess morning. You, and, we, yeah. we don't need to go far uh, to identify this one person company. I know one guy, his brother. Yeah. He he does have a one-person company. He, he hires people on contract. Uh, still, he he's very well aware that he might need a structure later on. So he's planned out that who is a CRM. 
Tell us what does he do? So he's into pharmaceutical trading. Uh, more, I would urge him to sort of bring to the light. But but the way I've seen it as a third person, uh, pretty much self-sustaining, doing terrific. Uh, was working out of Goa the other day. At times, working out of Egypt, uh, Rishikesh, wherever. So all he needs is his laptop, and uh, the business is up and running. So. I mean that's 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 the way you bring in structures, right? But but then now I guess naturally we need to try and understand that certainly there were certain businesses which were working in a particular fashion, but uh, with with the latest uh, uh, internet that we were talking about coming in, uh, which started off with Web 1.0, Web 2.0, and now we're here at Web 3.0. Uh, things are moving more on the internet. Things are moving more. On the RPA, uh, that is robotic process automation. So all your mundane basic tasks are being done by robots, uh, which is which is nothing but codes, and and they're they're doing uh, things like. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. the thing you talk about Correct. internet. So there's trillions of dollars flying on the internet everywhere. All you need Agreed. to do is grab you a know, few. You put your antenna out there, provide a service, sell a product, do whatever. True. You can figure out and direct some current in your way, currency. Right. No, so, I mean, it, it, initially it was more about setting up your store somewhere where there would be more crowd coming in. But right now, it's 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 the store on the web, and and how can you just pull the crowd within? I mean, that's that's the definitive skill set which people might just be looking at. So, so perhaps, uh, you know, sort of moving from the mainstream side of things to moving on to say a web 3.0, wherein uh, things are pretty automated. I guess you can work out of Manali or the remotest of the area till the time you get uh, your, uh, I mean, Manali is not remote for sure, but then uh, certain offbeat places till the time you have good internet services. And I guess uh, Reliance is doing that terrifically, at least in terms of mapping uh, a lot of areas which are, you know, sort of unseen. But I guess this particular connectivity bit, there's someone in the room who can really help us understand how good connectivity has he been getting in terms of uh, the, his entrepreneurial journey towards more of, I've seen him as a wildlife photographer. <laughs> I've seen him more on the traveling bit. So I carry four SIM cards. Wow. Airtel, Vodafone, BSNL, and the Geo. Geo, because, yeah. yeah. Because I need to be connected when I, I need to be connected when I uh, go to the wildlife sanctuaries, the forest, Correct. for my surveys or for uh, photography. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Geo works the best and you are yeah. right with that uh, 4G is coming all over and uh, uh, I think most of the remote areas that earlier I used to go mm. even even Tadoba is very famous I would talk about Tadoba yep. uh, earlier I used to go there was no internet mm. uh, no none of them I think only BSN and in, in the cities you don't get BSN mm. it's only the remote areas yep. but now you get Geo right yeah and uh, so that is one remote area where there are many more mm. and uh, there are tricks also which the locals know how to access the internet even when you have two days of no network. So if okay. you learn those tricks well, then you can go the the, the most remote, non uh, where, where the, even the tourists are not allowed. Right. And you can stay there, work from there. Work from there. Yeah. I've been to that in those situations where uh, I've seen the locals trying to arrange uh, How do they do that? Uh, it's very funny. <coughs> so once I was in uh, Satpura Tiger Reserve and mm. uh, I was doing a survey and we have to stay inside the forest. 
So of course, for three days there was no network, mm. and that was my first survey. And okay. uh, after three days, I was like, I I do need to get in touch with my family because this is one trip where I am not in touch. Mm. My phones are not working, and nobody's phone is working. Mm. It's been three days. So just call up, give a missed call, or even a message is fine. It's mm. very not not that hectic. But uh, so I uh, there was a, a forest guard. Mm. His younger brother is stay with him. Mm. He said. Uh, let's go inside the forest. I know a place where you can get network. So he took my phone. Okay. He took me there. He took my phone, mm. and uh, he made a sort of a funnel out of a bottle, mm. a plastic bottle mm. with a rope. He hung it on the tree, mm. and at that particular height. Oh. And at that particular height, he told me, "You you have to go up, dial, and leave it hanging." So okay. I climbed the tree, I dialed the number inside mm. the bottle, left inside the bottle and it was hanging on the tree and it was on speaker. Okay. Because I cannot hold it. It has to go in that particular small one square feet of area. Okay. And I was getting 4G wow. on my Airtel. Okay. <laughs> so if you have, I mean, you have that skill set. Correct. Yeah, you can go to the places. Superb. Yeah. But but one thing I I know of this one small little story. So there's this person I know of. He belongs to a very remote area, uh, in in somewhere on the inners of uh, Latur. Okay. Within I guess he was talking about around two kilometer radius. There were two towers of geo which were set up. Mm-hmm. Every individual giving the land gets a rent. Correct. You do gets uh, electricity paid. All he has to do is whenever the electricity goes away, just go and press the button for the generator. For the generator, correct. And that's about it. And you have connectivity, I mean, in the remotest area. So, this place doesn't have roads. Okay. It has towers. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you have roads, but not not as good as the highways and the city roads, right? So, I mean, uh, that, was, that was something very interesting. And uh, this, this sir, uh, whom I know, does have one on his own farm. And they're generating good money out of it as well. So it's it's a win-win, right? I mean, for people like us who want to be connected for our work or, or whatsoever or something on that. Level. So there are two businesses we are talking about here. One, mm. where you can go travel and uh, have network to work on it. Agreed. Second, you won't be the one providing network, the DG guy. <laughs> <laughs> you have land. That's, that's a lot of R&D to figure out which tree and which square feet exactly. <laughs> oh my God. That's a lot of figuring out. Oh, absolutely. I still have a picture. Uh, another forest. I have a picture. It's one small table yeah. and at one corner, he keeps his Nokia phone in a particular angle. So I was talking on the speaker and I touched the phone. He's like, don't touch the phone. Network jaya. Network go away. Mm. Like, okay, sorry. And he came, he adjusted the phone back in that particular and I was getting two signals on his because if At I pick up speak. the phone, yeah, yeah, oh. and no other area around for kilometers, there is no network. But right. that particular table has. No, but uh, how do you think uh, is is the traveling and the photography thing going to be maybe say later on in life? So, so perhaps can that be a major source of of uh, your living as such? Or uh, if I yeah. am. Uh, if I get good into video editing, I can make good videos. Mm. And uh, uh, basically, it's videography. I, I will have to make uh, wildlife uh, films. Mm. Like, I know one guy, Shazum, who's very famous. Everybody knows him, I guess. Yeah. 
doing the wow. same work. So he moved to Surat. And he keeps moving to different cities. They're developing ones where there is new infrastructure coming. Right. He's moving there. And uh, he's earning good. He's doing well. So. Wow. You should move to Karjat. He'll have eight acres. Two BHK, eight acres. But yeah, Karjat is up and coming, man. It's doing really well. So I guess people are, like the last podcast we were talking about, right? People are opting towards certain offbeat, uh, offbeat places to live. Maybe still be connected at a particular given point of the day. But rest of it… No, you are pretty connected. You've got Correct. Wi-Fi. I have my friend of mine. Uh, hmm. Shout out to you, Siddharth Modi. Hey, Da, what's up? Hi. I'll send you this podcast link for sure. Anyway, so he's sitting in yeah. Karjat. He's a high-level programmer. Right. Works on Matic. Works, works on a fan DeFi wow. NFT website. Hmm. Writes code for them. Hmm. Okay. Writes the whole back-end code for this website. And uh, gets paid in Ethereum. The whole deal. Sitting in the middle of… No, sitting in 12 kilometers inside the forest. Yeah. Where the nearest beer shop is like 25 minutes away. So he's stocked <laughs> up well, by the way. Okay. That's one thing I learned from him. But sitting in the middle of nowhere, making very decent money, $4,000, $5,000 a month. Right. Paid in Ethereum. Sitting in the forest and programming. And the view is, his view is like the foothills of Lonavla. That's wow. his living room. And, you know, he sits in the porch, plays some guitar, smokes a cigarette and back to work. So, I mean, when I meet him every time and uh, I'll be meeting him again in like two days. So, uh, he's just living it, man. I just tell him, man, you, you're living the life. This is what you want. You're close to the nature. You're all happy. You're running your one-man show and you're killing it. Correct. But coming back to the whole travel and the whole entrepreneurial mind thing, mm. every site you see everywhere, you, as an entrepreneur, you're always running numbers in your head. Right. That, that ability of running numbers within a couple of seconds, you have your whole, you know, sort of a business model worked out in your head. Right. And the, it's like a muscle. The more you do it, True. the more times you, the more things you see, the more times you run that calculation, the sharper you get. So when yeah. I go to a Vada Pao uh, guy, mm. I run a set of numbers. When mm. I go to some other hotel, I run a different set of numbers. When yeah. I go to a cafe, and I run a different set of numbers. Often I'm disappointed, but <laughs> I do. I still do run those numbers. And and the same thing. You go Correct. to different different spots. You go to a homestay. You go to I mean, you name it, anywhere. And yeah. you you are constantly running numbers. And sometimes the number game will strike you so well that you're like, okay, boom, that's something that I want to explore or dip myself. Maybe into. yeah. Correct. So I guess that that happened for me in terms of crypto. I guess that that that. So that's something which actually caught, caught my interest in terms of beginning. Uh, yeah, my you were, you were frothing yeah. from your mouth when you saw the results. Oh, the absolutely. Returns, right? Absolutely. It, it did work for me. So surprisingly enough, I, I bought into the dip and uh, exited in the, 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 maybe one of the very top uh, Peak. peaks that was seen as such. To a decent tune of 7x uh, on an average in my portfolio. So that was, that was something to definitely believe into. In a span of one and a half months. So, that was… Oh, I'm jealous, man. Yeah. No, no I, I feel stupid because I, I invested barely anything. I could make barely anything out of it. But then, that money did help uh, at a time which, which it was actually needed. Keeping that aside, uh, the emotion aside. But uh, I guess crypto is something which is… Uh, how do I say? Things which are not explored as of now. A lot of people are still trying to, you know, sort of… Uh, maybe try to dip their toe or maybe just, just try and seek. Uh, There's a lot of 
taboo and stigma already around in our culture anyway mm. there's a lot of stigma and taboo around stocks in general like oh, yeah. it's gamble it's yeah. gamble yeah. it's, it's mm. this and that it's haram it's whatever i mean mm. so many stigmatized words around it yeah. but the middle class doesn't buy that many of stocks they take policies or fdr money in the bank yeah. fds rds whatever you want okay post office scheme correct which is just oh my pension God, schemes and everything yeah, pension yeah scheme still makes sense right? yeah so and who buys whose money is circulating in the big market the rich people yeah the top 10% or the top 20% people so already there's there's very few people in the stock market right and now crypto which has even further stigma and you know uh, a, a, mm. i would say a brainwash against it because it's as equal as stock along with your coin that you buy has a use case correct okay so and it's a valid thing like i mean we were talking about bitcoin the philosophy behind bitcoin is your central banks control the boom and bust cycles of the economy so bitcoin was and uh, a response back to saying that this is the people's currency and we are going it's going to be like gold so how much money the people invest into this coin is going to be the said value of it and this can become a store of value completely out of the hands which it is not right now completely out of the supposed to be completely out of the hands of the government okay which they don't have any means of control to tomorrow cause a boom or bust or say you know demonetization mm. debitcoinization <laughs> happening whatever yeah. so it was the common man's it's supposed to be crypto is supposed to be common man's freedom it's the it's exactly, the sticking exactly. up to the man true right sticking up to the bankster so to speak okay true so that that's where the defi is and everything came in right the everything the whole decentralized finance came, and came in there correct uh, so to bring back uh, the point home is there's a lot of stigma around crypto so what yeah. people should do is just start using one basic thing mm. not invest more than 2000 5000 10000 bucks obviously yeah. put in what you can afford to lose because that's like a tuition for your learning around correct with it putting some skin in the game yep exactly mm. so so you said so crypto was one of those things where you ran your numbers as an entrepreneurial exactly uh, exactly as an entrepreneur and you saw Okay, this is so the juice is worth the juice is worth the squeeze. High risk, high reward. Absolutely, and this is something that you want to baffle in. Agreed, agreed. So, so I guess then it came at a cost of uh, understanding how much money can you actually put in to lose as well. Right. So, uh, I mean, that's that's the appetite that you have to actually let go of things, and and sort of you know sort of bring in uh, that uh, trophy home as well. So maybe. it might not be as good as a 6x 7x in the next one one and a half months but i guess being bullish on a longer run i would highly recommend pre- people to actually read about it uh, definitely you know do their own research and uh, sort of try and identify those those set of projects which you want to really work upon but then uh, ultimately it's 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 the investor's mindset as well right uh, you need to know the business that you are investing into So to a certain extent i would say that you know do your reading work do your uh, i mean none of us sitting here are any financial advisors as such what we are doing here is we are trying to trying to identify and, and come out with our set of experiences in terms of how we've seen uh, the crypto space or how we've seen any particular side hustle or as a business uh, which can be flourishing so uh, i mean crypto could be one uh, i see uh, gaming as an industry going places uh, 
I mean, there are full-time jobs of people and who are actually earning very, very well in terms of uh, a, a salary, not even from, uh, uh, say, the Twitch accounts or, or any of the live streaming accounts. They're, they're doing really well in terms of just playing games. Uh, probably a lot of movies have came in as well. Uh, one of them, uh, which I was seeing called as Ready Player One. Oh, it was it was something which which actually made my belief even more stronger in terms of the metaverse. So things are going to go game. Uh, so I, I believe yeah. uh, this would be the contagion of the future. Perhaps. In a good manner. Basically. Absolutely. How contagion before time portrayed a scenario. In a, in a good way and a bad way. It can be. I don't think one should depend on such things for the earnings, for the major earnings. Uh, it happens though. I mean, the times are changing so rapidly. Correct. One could have not even imagined. I wouldn't advise anybody to have a career in such things. I'm so, talking about having a career in this, but if you're doing it, you're enjoying it, and this, you're not dependent on it, it's fine. No, because, because it's also… Things keep, keep changing, right? Exactly. So, Volatile. it's a sensational business. You yeah. want to, as, as an entrepreneur, okay? You could be the star of the day, make your living like uh, yeah. all these YouTubers yep. that you hear about. You make your living in that mm. surge, in that sensation. You are the sensation. Mm. You ride the wave. Mm. But after a while, the wave does fall. So, I mean, you, you cannot get to, complacent. I mean, that's to, the whole yeah. premise, right? So You need to venture out in different things. Exactly. Right exactly. So dream Sachin, another dream. Sachin Tendulkar mm. earned his big bucks by playing cricket. But then he also became an entrepreneur. He started investing other places as well. I guess the other day we were talking about businesses as a commodity. People are uh, looking at it more from a commodity standpoint wherein can they buy off certain shares, maybe certain control on a particular business and then maybe flip it uh, for, for a larger amount. So that's, that's something which is again very, very interesting in terms of at least having your own venture capital as such wherein you are probably ident- uh, identified another 50 businesses and, and uh, invested as per your own uh, appetite and and maybe, you know, have certain other uh, uh, HNIs or uh, high net worth individuals uh, taking part in those uh, investments as well. So that the quanta going out is huge. Uh, the significant chunk of the business is also coming in. And at the same time, when the business is flipped in uh, two years, three years, it's, it's a very good exit that they usually see. So again, uh, the hit rate is going to be certainly low none of the businesses that I've ideally seen is going to have a very high hit rate as such. Uh, because, because I mean, again, the, the larger uh, chunk of money can be made only from the one or two uh, good opportunities that you get out of the plethora of the ones is, is what I've been actually seeing. But I guess I'm, I'm keeping it open for anyone to debate on as well that do you think larger uh, places where you actually uh, take risks in terms of, say, 100 different uh, portfolios that you're investing into as a venture capital or maybe as an institutional investor or a retail investor for that matter. Uh, how how will you peg your uh, overall portfolio then? Maybe anything. How would you peg your or like uh, how... Di- how, how diver- uh, pardon me, yeah. How will you diversify your uh, overall portfolio in, in those sense? I mean, how do you see uh, the overall scheme of things? I like off lately noticed mm. the difference. Like, you know, I've always uh, wanted to have my own business. Yeah. And uh, I, it's quite fascinating when you come across a movie which talks about investment, you know, 
mm. where it showed that this company received funding like social network mm. where they uh, they're showcasing like Peter Thiel is writing a 500,000 dollar check yeah their first uh, seed investment right so i i always found it very fascinating so i was like um, and again like to be an angel investor it's not like you the ticket size always has to be 25 lakhs or more yeah i had surplus money i invested right so my appetite is such like uh, again this is not an advice nor do i endorse anything that i'm saying but it's my belief and this is what i've been following that i initially started off with uh, day trading in mm. stocks lost a couple grants yeah. made a few grants and yeah. then once i had money like that's what i i was seeing around right i mean people uh, uh, holding a position in a company right positional trading basically then investing in mutual funds so even i did that i i did it till the time where i had limited money where i was living off only of my uh, meager salary mm. that i was getting but after 2019 i developed a pretty cool appetite for myself mm. and uh, i invested uh, a certain amount in mutual fund and then after that i went almost all in on crypto yeah i took out a personal loan and uh, i invested a few of my money too and i have a very uh, decent portfolio and i believe like with time if if i give it uh, probably 10 15 or 20 years mm. like if all things go well i'm i'm going to be a big guy <laughs> we'll be having like 4d video podcast basically <laughs> so again so th- that that is uh, one of my long term investments that i've had mm. and my again like money helped me change a lot of my perceptions as well mm. i was never a guy who would uh, i i tried a lot of times um to stick to sips mm. after 3 4 months i had to quit i had to withdraw or i stopped investing let the money there mm. but now i'm because i could not see the future well like you know why because i was always mm. in need of money and i could not be a long term committed uh, oriented guy yeah. but then again money changed me now i if i'm starting a business i just want to pick a business wherein i can run it for the next 10 to 12 years because that is enough for me to like you know be almost where i am every mm. business that i start will take me at least 25% up over a period of time if i'm able to sustain that the yeah. momentum and so i had surplus money so i put in uh, i allocated some funds to start that uh, institute mm. in um, rishikesh it goes by the name of deska mm. wherein we teach uh, design and it courses so that was one of the biggest risk like i have invested a very good chunk and again it's a business right it could all go to zero mm. if if there's a lockdown we would have to shut our institute okay. then we would have to pivot to online it's not mm. a pivot but it's a very difficult transition correct to go from offline coaching to online, online coaching person. now yeah. right the model would change almost entirely agreed so again depending like now we are able to we've grabbed uh, a certain mm. market share and then i don't know if if we have to move it to online then how well we would do so again it could go to dust in no time and uh, crypto could go to dust in no time yeah so i've i've allocated uh, what my appetite was and now i've decided like either i would uh, 
like any surplus income that I have 25%, I would prefer allocating it to gold or certain mutual funds. Mm. And the rest has to go to invest in businesses. I have notes wherein I've identified certain individuals who are running, they are one person company mm. who are running uh, their own businesses. They are, they are service oriented businesses. Yeah. So I, I'll be allocating certain funds. I'll reach out to them. I don't know how they would respond. Right. But again, you just need one single digit lakhs is at times enough when you're trying to put in your money at a very uh, initial stage. Yeah. Get some equity for you. Mm. Right. And those are the investments that will pay off. Even like there has to be a certain understanding, trust also before you invest in them. Right. Because the person is that will drive everything. True. So the person has to share your passion for wealth as well. Correct. That hunger. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is how I do the allocation for me. Right. For me, I'll I'll be investing at least for the next three years or five years, I would want to. So I've started small scale. Mm. So I understand and, and it's a feel-good factor as well for me. True. So, so I would only want to increase that. Very nice. I'm I'm learning quite a lot. Through that. Actually, yeah, I've never invested uh I've never invested heavily in uh, stocks. Maybe, you know, a small amount just to get you know, get to know how things work here. Mm. But uh, never been able to give that much time. So that was quite a learning. Jay, sure. I want to ask you one thing. Where do you see like you being, I would say, the only person into the core brick and mortar business among all of us? Mm-hmm. Where do you see the future of this? Because without your industry, nobody can. You the know, future do. is huge. Yeah. Uh, because when there is no money in the market, so government has to push in money in the market, right? So they can only, not only, but this is the biggest way for government to push in money, yep. the infrastructure projects. So. Yeah. so the, of course, uh, it requires a heavy deal to get into this business, me being blessed. It's an old one. And I, I already had the setup. Uh, for the new ones, it requires a heavy deal uh, to get right. into uh, this one and work with the government. Otherwise, working with the private is also uh, a, a good deal, but it has its own risk. Government secures that risk at some at a certain level. Right. And then the connections that you've been making, like you said, it's, it's been since a while. It's a legacy business. Yeah. So, yeah, it does add a lot of value. But your investment strategy, how, how do you think have you been doing your investments in, I mean, I, I'm not asking for the secret bags that you have, but uh, what are you bullish on? What do you think is, is going to be the big thing? I mean, certainly with the disclaimer that, you know, it, it's your personal two cents. Uh, uh, so, how how do you allocate your excess or, or extra money in terms of investing or, or into new, I plan for new businesses. I save for that. Okay. And I plan for new businesses to uh, start with. Okay. And uh, meanwhile, before it starts, for, like the meanwhile savings, money uh, keeps depleting if you just keep it like that. So you have mm. to invest it somewhere, right? That's right. I mean. uh, meanwhile, I do it where it's needed to grow my network. Okay. So <clears throat> it's uh, it's uh, loans. Okay. Where I grow my network. Okay. It will help my business. Right. I 
placed at 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 uh, with the thing with uh, in the invest i invested uh where it's easy to take it out whenever i okay. I, i have a opportunity money should be liquid for that particular liquidity yeah because uh being when you have a huge network you get more opportunities right and uh, sometimes uh, you can uh, you know you, you can be a dealer for two people okay and you will have to invest in it Mm. Like you have a seller and a buyer for a particular product. Yeah. Right. And you can buy it and sell it. Right. So you want that money at that particular point to be liquid. Mm. To to be it's it's basically basically being opportunities. Okay, but but then does and it come? They, with a... That's when more money or even money will attract more money. Yeah. So. so Liquidity Because added. I'm sure when you yeah. when there's a buyer yeah. and a seller, there would be multitude of opportunities, wherein, like, I've heard Pankaj say this, like mm. you know, if he has a hundred CR, mm. he could make hundred CR. Ah, but yeah. I don't run behind each and every opportunity leaving my core business. I am dealing with my savings, so I try to grab the major of it. Like whenever the opportunity is near to me. No, where, even in your business, like where, when there's where I buying become or the selling, depend, where where people start depending on me for this mm. particular deal. That's where I try to put my money in and multiply it. Makes sense. Yeah, because I I am busy with my core business, right? Correct. correct. Meanwhile, so I meet people. Hustle. I yeah. have a network, and he wants to get into something, and or he's coming up with a great. Uh, product, and he was wants investments. Okay, so, I can. So he's the Mister Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I dictate. But you have to have a portfolio where you invest long term, short term, mm. and something that can be liquid. That's true. for sure. True. True. Varun, what about you? Your bags? What? How? How has? I was just wondering. Yeah. The number of income streams he has. Yeah. He runs a cafe. Hmm. He can make money from it, obviously. Yeah. Desi Labs. He Correct. makes money out of it. Yep. You know, because it's been going on for a while now. Yeah. Then he teaches music. Music. Yep. Money making. Yep. Then someone wants to produce music. Yep. Right. So, oh, sorry. Performances. Correct. So performances. Fuck five. I guess five or six. Yeah, and one more if I'm missing out or you forgot informing us. I mean, all, all anything six? to do with music uh, production comes under the studio. Like we are producing this podcast. Tomorrow Correct. That's why. A, like I tomorrow I have stopped. a Punjabi song recording. Then I have a Lions Club anthem recording. So nice, all nice. that gets covered under the studio umbrella. Okay. So I'm I'm doing yeah I'm doing my I have my toes dipped into dipped into a lot of spaces, hmm. but it's that hustling space. Right. It's beautiful that music. That vertical, that skill set that is acquired, right, is enabling three different streams. Correct. Correct. Like passive income or however you term it. And it's wonderful, actually. Correct. Correct. So I'm I'm dipped into these things now. Coming back to the point where I think uh, where I would allocate my future. So as of now, I mean to be very honest, I'm into mm. the space where most of my earnings get reinvested into the business that I'm trying to. Currently establish. I'm trying to right. form my golden goose, which is my cafe. Maybe one day I would like to have a chain of these cafes, set up right. good systems, a good management team, and everything, and provide a con- with the food and the restaurant industry is you need to provide a consistent service and be available all the time. Okay, so 
So people, you you provide value to people, you and they are willing to part from their money because of the value that you have provided to them, and that's that's how you grow into that thing. So, right. So as of now, it's all my uh, bags are into my own current business, like how you guys are uh, already have somewhat established your businesses. I'm still into the the growth phase. I'm still hustling every day. Uh, I've been up since uh, 8 a.m. today. And wow. how 12. old are you again? I'm I'm 27 and a smidge. So um yeah so, uh so that's happening and um, as long as what I think has a future is obviously, um I would agree with Virat and AB Chan crypto is definitely the future. I'm invested heavily into it. Yeah, and uh, I've kept aside whatever older savings that I have from. Uh, playing in Undermine and playing the Odessa Hockey World Cup. Wow. This and that. So a lot of those stories. I mean, the money that I got from that, whatever savings I have is uh, into into crypto. And it's for a, it's sort of like a rainy day budget, a rainy day fund. You know, I'll, I'll take it off. The coins that I'm invested into are not really bombarding as much, but yep. they will someday and you'll hear about it. For sure. And sure. Um, so that's, that's there. And, um, what else do I think? I think the main thing is, um, I would say a lot of the, I mean, the IT sector has kind of, it's it's like a bubble that's already saturated itself. Right. So I would still, my faith is still into brick and mortar businesses, into businesses which become the integral part of an area's economy. Okay. okay. So could be, now this covers a plethora of things. Could be something as simple as a cafe would be something as complicated as like uh, some service provider. Maybe you're providing uh, internet. Maybe you're providing logistics. Mm. Okay, so so that thing. I think fitness industry is going to grow huge. It's going to keep growing. Oh, absolutely. I think today yeah. only I read. So Chris Hemsworth, Thor, the actor. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he set up, right as the lockdowns began, he set up his own app called Center, C-E-N-T-R. Okay, okay. this obviously, this is not a plug for them but he set up this app where he's showing his own workouts along with his personal trainers now there's five six of them he's cooking uh, nice meals and everything you could get a membership of that app and have all the access to all the videos where he's literally standing and talking to you for $110 a year so nothing like 12 grand for a year okay Okay, so the app had like 60 million downloads because Thor is into your phone talking to you that hey work out with me man wow. so everyone gets that experience yeah. along with his personal trainers a marine uh, seal Ex-marine, trainer yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the whole very very cool for women also there are women wow. trainers and he's sitting working out with them and he's wow. showing you that hey these workouts are not easy anyway so he just sold his app yesterday to Mark Bezos of uh, High Post I think he runs this entity called High Post so sold it for 200 million Mm. Company valuation is 200 million, including the debts and everything. Sold it, and it's now not even five years old company. I it's mean. two and two and a two and a half years. Been watching ads since COVID. Starting in April of 2020, May of 2020. Mm. So what month is it right now? April. April. Yeah. So it's been less than two years. Wow. There you go. So that's how yeah. you, you know, I mean, he's obviously like a celebrity status. Exactly. He's Thor, man. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so, so the, the goodwill which he brings with it. The, the way he conducted things and now sold it to a multi-major corporate entity. He's still involved with them and they're, they're going to do like a 2.0 version. But 
this is the thing like you know how he backed on that opportunity of what he already had converted in it into a bigger golden goose wow so very very inspiration so coming back to the topic fitness industry is definitely going to grow mm. then i have some guilty pleasures which if you want me to mention i can mention yogurt <laughs> yogurt yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the i'm going to be um okay the, the she economy <laughs> your hair dyes cat food and now we're talking <laughs> some guilty pleasures okay cat food hair dye box wine subscriptions oh, fairy right. lights and that whole thing i think that's going to grow as much as we you don't want to admit it it's going to grow massive okay i i definitely have a you're bullish on that yeah. i'm bullish on that i should i need to figure out a way how to become a part of like you know investing into that exactly because i i sense that it has a future that's that's like a that's a little bit of like uh, what do you say uh, not even crisis investing that's more of like the guilty pleasure investing yeah that's that's, that's something that's, that's definitely something so yes yeah maybe maybe let's let's then just move towards saying something nice about uh, to your 18 year old in terms of what exactly is the the uh, advice you would like to give so the so jared start off with one financial advice oh not a financial advice but as an advice for a how person to, to how to live life as an him. entrepreneurial exactly advice. more and, around, and it's just yeah. not entrepreneurship in your business you're hmm. an entrepreneur in life man exactly yeah. exactly so that i mean let's start so, with you v so i, you I think? think i think uh, the only advice uh, which which is going to be a financial advice here is, is fucking buy crypto as soon as you can buy buy bitcoins even with the the 2 grand excess uh, that you have i mean that that's going to turn into millions that's for sure but uh, nevertheless i think uh, getting an early financial education is one of the most crucial things for you is what i would tell my 18 year old self uh sure salaries work sure businesses work but how does money work when you start understanding the nature of it and and the power that it brings in i mean that's that's something very very important i would say apart from that jay touched upon a very very uh, fundamental topic uh, which i would always want to tell my younger self is uh, you do business not just for yourself but even to create the greater good within mankind so like he was quoting tatas i have seen within my family businesses which are more empathetic more uh, towards creating the greater good and borderline philanthropic as well uh, i mean wherein wherein the heads of the businesses knew the smallest of the issues which any of the employees in the businesses would have i mean to to that tune of empathy so so that's i know it's it's usually taken as a sign of weakness but then i would still say uh, when you're dealing with people there is no one single way of of sort of you know carrying your day to day activities out uh, you need to find and try and be as as i would say uh, flowing like a water uh, a stream of water and try and adjust your way around in terms of the empathy and and the 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 sheer rigor that you can uh, you know sort of bring for that push uh, and maybe finally i would say uh, the the biggest thing which i would say which uh, which, which i really want the 18 year old me to realize is um the the actions that you're doing at a particular point of time is going to yield the same set of uh, results for you till the time you don't really take risks do something different maybe dip your toes in a few other things as well uh 
it's going to still yield the same old set of uh, results for you. And it, it just doesn't make uh, sense to, you know, sort of uh, uh, have a, an emotional attachment to the current set of actions because you want to grow. You want to uh, be bigger in life. And that's that's going to call for uh, larger uh, larger activities which you want to pick up, you know, sort of put in the work, put in the grind, time you have, you know, sort of put in that. And and I, I don't think you need anyone else to tell you that. It's, it's just yourself which you need to, you know, sort of put in at that particular point of time. And and yeah, and finally saying that you're, you're amazing. That's that's one thing which I would definitely tell my 18-year-old. But anyone else want to pick up AB or Varun? I, or, yeah. I would I'm, have only two, sing, uh, two things to say. Yeah. First one would be learn taxes. Oh, yeah. And secondly, it would be get Dude, which they don't ever teach in schools in any way, shape, or form. Funny enough, I would still beg to differ. I learned taxes in school really? only. Yeah, I'll CBS. tell you what I learned. CBS. My so I, I was blaming myself when I said learn taxes because I didn't pay attention to it. So exactly, I mean, yeah. people think of it as a very strong math book, but but I learned uh, at least the basis of income tax. Uh, which is my salary. It's bit. very important uh, once you start making money, be as an employee or even as an entrepreneur. Correct. And the second thing I would uh, advise is get skilled at being disciplined. Oh, yeah. yeah that's very important. That's big one. Being, being big one, big yeah, one. Shots have been fired. I repeat. Uh, it's like uh, most difficult task. Mm. You could solve your business challenges, problems, difficulties, you would overcome, but Get fucking skilled at being disciplined. True. Okay. Uh, I have this uh, display picture. It says, let yourself be silently drawn by the strange pull of who, uh, of what you really love. It will not leave you as true. Okay. Wow. Mm. It will not leave you as true. 100%. 100%. But, but what at, else would you Varun, tell? Look he's been following music. Hmm. He's doing amazing. Yep. Uh, it's not as amazing as you think. I mean, where is my McLaren 720S? <laughs> <laughs> the jazz. Oh man, yeah. I was I was on my way to work the other day. Yeah. And I'm getting down from the bridge in uh, Bilapur and hmm. I see a McLaren 720S, the wow. orange one, wow. zoom right past through me. I'm on my bike and boom, boom, boom. He's already halfway done with that whole Highway stretch. Man. Absolutely. And I came back here and I'm like, how did a McLaren in Bombay streets really? And then I, it turns out they just opened a store in South Bombay like a, like a week back. Oh, wow. And I'm like, I have a friend. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell him I, I already hate him, man. <laughs> yeah. He just moved from Mercedes to McLaren. Oh, wow. Could have been him test driving all the way to the Anyway. I mean, coming back to the whole financial education topic. Um, be ready to receive. I mean, this is the thing. When right. the student is ready, the teacher shows up. I was at Andheri station where I used to go every day. Correct. I told you that story. That and book, yeah. I used to buy a pack of biscuits from the same biscuit wala, the mm. shop at the station. And one fine day, my train was late. So I just wandered around to a, to the bookstore, which is just the next spot. Yeah. And uh, I pick up Rich Dad Poor Dad. And that's the day I learned about the cash flow quadrant, about how, you know, self-employed people are uh, the business professionals are taxed the most 
then is your self-employed people when yeah. you're running a business of one or three people. Mm. Then it's business owners, like a like an organization or a private limited, and then it's your company. Correct. Five hundred employees or more. So and and the whole lot. The business our parents will not teach us about this in detail mm. as much as we would like them to. We don't get this. Only the rich people teach their kids so, about. I money. mean, their knowledge is. Is limited. limited. They, they limited. obviously right. do their best. Nothing to take away from that. Correct. But just be aware of the fact that the key is in your hands. Okay. Whatever information you need, you need to go out and seek it. It's not going to be, it's definitely not going to be handed to you. to you in a, like, like Silver a platter. Like, yeah. Exactly. So, so that, that's the thing. Like the financial education part, like when I was, I learned about how money works, how mm. businesses work and this and that when I was like 23, 24 and I'm like, man, I've been doing it wrong for so long. Right. And what I wish I could go back to being 18 or 16 even mm. and have this information then. Yeah. I could have done something, something sooner. I might, Correct. My course of action would be so different. Like I would be on a completely different spot. That. By now. Not, not, not to say it's, it's, it's never too late. You can I always agree. turn I your agree. life around. I agree. But uh, with the right discipline, which A.B. Chan fired the shots with. Mm. And so the financial education part is just, it's just too, like, and the next book I bought was Grant Cardone's uh, The 10X Rule. Yeah. Where you learn about real estate and this and that. True. And such kind of thing. So, just the financial but education Maybe some more name dropping here. I mean, just watch Grant Cardone's videos. It'll yeah. fire up uh, no, not even like a fire under your ass it'll, it'll be a full-blown lava under your ass man watch Grant Cardone ka videos or Robert Kiyosaki or, yeah. or my and favorite the guy, guy is 60 plus huh? yeah. Grant Cardone mm. yeah still full of energy he does so many things oh, yeah. and still wakes up at 5am works out each morning blah 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 does oh. this whole routine flies to four different cities a day has yeah. his own yep. jet now and just doing deals real estate deals like Highly efficient. Very efficient. I mean, I, Johnson I, I, also said, right? I mean, by the time normal people would get up, mm. I've already completed my workout twice. Yeah. Wow. Mark Wahlberg has a mm. schedule which I I want to try it out once. He gets it at two thirty in the morning. Mm. He, for the first half an hour, like he prays, then he hits the gym. Mm. So again, like before, we people get up. He's already worked out twice. Yeah. He follows a very strict regimen and he sleeps off by 7.30, wow. So basically, I've something that's very common uh, that I've found uh, across the people that I've, whose kind of content I've been consuming and the people I've come across with who run businesses, they were all uh, early risers. Mm. All early risers, and I personally I have, discipline. yeah, and the, I and I've personally felt like you know, I even I have a habit of getting up early. I get up like at six thirty. That's when. Uh, no, I get up late, but I'm very disciplined with the rest of the day. <laughs> so again, that that also matters, right? Exactly. exactly. How productive your day is. Exactly. If you've been working for eight hours, you do what you decide. Correct. No, I mean it's not just discipline, but but even maintaining that consistency. That again comes. Uh, again, yes. it, it comes as a part of it. But but then, on the longer run, the more you are disciplined, with the compounding effect, the growth is going to be leaps and bounds. Yes, that's hundred yes. percent. I mean, it's 
So I guess it was one of the podcasts that we were talking about in terms of aiming for the stars and and reaching at least into the Correct. sky. But the fourth one. But but let's let's try to bring bring in some some sort of a different perspective to this. Why not even aim smaller and take up the first so, step? So I I forgot saying uh, correct. If it's the first correct. step or your hundredth step, correct. To a certain extent, you initially it is fine to aim low, right? But then once you've ventured, uh, don't into be being an entrepreneur or you've taken risk again. Do I? Yeah. Don't, don't be comfortable don't in the smaller. Uh, correct. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. So, not not that I beat myself up, but I I I don't think where I've personally cheered. things have obviously been going good for me but i don't beat myself up but i don't cheer as well because i i know where i can go yeah and the market is such mm. the market is such there's a money making market the times that we are in it's digital true one so, person company and wow absolutely so what sort of content would you recommend someone to really go through at least to maybe try and identify a journey that they might want to take for for the financial education bit for sure or so uh, yeah when you say financial education then like i can i could think of taxes so there's no one that i follow i uh, tax education say, at uh-huh. its place but but i would say any podcast you would so, recommend uh, or so gary v is yeah. what i started off with mm. and then i stopped consuming any so occasionally i come across shots of gary v where mm. he talks about motivation empathy even mm. but i i don't try to listen to that mm. now that i have no i am in the zone my in my head it sorted mm. that i'll be the self motivator yeah so now i look at now i hear podcasts extensively so exactly. my the time that i used to earlier spend on netflix has reduced mm. uh listening to songs has reduced mm. only when i'm taking a shower i prefer listening to uh, music it's popping it's a it's a song by i don't know some rapper yeah. it's a very good song mm. so i prefer listening to that and then i again get back to my podcast whenever i'm uh, in a cab driving to like going some place else if i'm not on calls then i'm on podcast and doing my work mm. so i i keep podcast as much as possible in my head so i can do my work efficiently and consume the content mm. as well so so guys uh, impulsive Full send. So, and Raj Shamani is what I've been uh, consuming of lately mm. because he, he has two guests. I, I didn't follow his journey. I don't intend to. Mm. But then uh, he had Kunal Shah. Kunal Shah is someone that one should uh, pay attention, attention to. to. Yes, yeah. beautiful words. So that's how. Like it was Kunal Shah, and I didn't care who he was with. Yeah. So for Kunal Shah, I. even beer biceps episode twice is come on yeah. uh, the ranveer show so i have seen that as well yeah then um, pretty much i from coin coin dc expert uh, no uh, one of the podcast you had suggested uh, the the founder of coin dc yes. again on the ranveer show right was right very very good one right. so i think uh, maybe that that becomes more like your uh, Oh, and an entertainment getaway, but don't see it as a, just an entertainment. Maybe you can try and self-reflect upon a few things. Out oh, of they they give you Correct. perspectives. Exactly, exactly. Give you perspective. Exactly. So it's there are so many takeaways, right? And you could keep listening. True. For True. a certain period, you could keep listening again and again, and you would infer different things. True. So it happens with me. So it's a lot it's of more times. like an extended version of a TEDx, and and it's like an open. It's like a 
human book. I guess that is what they say. That you know, that the person himself is trying to tell or, or come out with his or her own life story. Right? So, Correct. And uh-huh. Joe Rogan is what I've been oh, yeah. uh, consuming. Like I was I was going to ask you, how did you miss JRE? Man? Big shout out to him. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it took time actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Joe Rogan, hmm. do uh, check out Sadhguru's episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so that's so, that's a separate spiritual path. But, but more from a... a a financial or or maybe more from a money related anything else uh, that you think listen to entrepreneurs talk wow so On, again i mean just just network with them get their life so you're uh, talking about content or yeah yeah how how do you actually learn more right i mean how so do by you watching content actually and coming across so people I mean, who learning can be various ways so like i would say i would box varun's uh, answer more as you know, sort of opening that book and doing the bit, I'll box your answer into more of, uh, say, in your free time, try and consume data, which is important. I would possibly box another one of your answer in terms of networking. That, you know, be in a room full of uh, entrepreneurs where they are actually talking opportunities. Right? And try and maybe, if nothing, at least listen. Forget hearing. Listen what is going on you might not understand the jargons. It's completely fine. If you don't, note it down somewhere. Google it later. Ask the person for that jargon. Maybe show that curiosity because I guess that's that's the only thing which these entrepreneurs seek if, if someone is coming up to them maybe as an apprentice or, or howsoever. That, is he curious? You know? Because I remember the first podcast you said, I'm just sitting here with the knowledge. Whosoever wants to come to me and take this knowledge from me, I'm, I'm giving it away. How yeah, many, it makes good money. <laughs> how many, exactly, how many people actually walk up to you is is something very, very, uh, is a point which you actually need to ponder upon. I, I mean, not you per se, but for the podcast listeners, of course. Well, as, lo- as long as I'm, my thought doesn't change. I'm, I exactly, exactly, exactly. Exactly. Because I don't seek anything out of it. True. If I've got 100 people approaching me how to start influence a marketing agency. True. That doesn't define me in a way. So you reminded me of this one quote which uh, Pitbull uh, was saying that uh, you know people have this weird relationship with money, right? So they say that uh, money doesn't buy happiness. It it buys like once no, you give it away. Exactly. I mean that was so good, man. It does buy happiness. It's only that when you give it away, that's when you yeah, buy yeah, happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just imagine you've hmm. got a friend who's starting up something and if it makes sense to you, if you see yeah. there's money yeah. and you put your mm, buck in mm. as an investment. Forget investing. Impact. Forget just investing. Even in, if you see it from a place of no return, for example, just not having any uh, uh, bias about the returns bit, maybe investing in someone's education. Oh, Think about your time. Yes. Because I know you've done it. Yeah. I mean, that's why I I've been loving since the time I've been making money is because I've been able to do a lot of things that exactly. I've always had in me. Exactly. So, I I just need a lot of it. <laughs> so I know we were wavering away from the fact that, you know, what do you want the... So, my uh, company pays yeah. uh, 50% of the education fees of some of the, only some of the oldest employees. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's definitely... It, it does create that impact. I mean, at least from an individual standpoint, I feel at peace that, you know, I, I contributed how much ever I could. Now you said you had uh, funded your kid. kid. 
I mean, it's important, right? I I don't want that kid to ever owe me anything. I just want him to go ahead and probably help someone else. That's that's probably the the chain which you want to begin with. So, I mean, not just financial education, but but to certain extent, certain empathy. Because I know for a fact that you are not going to take your riches out along with you when you are going to go away. Yeah. Right. So, what are you going to leave behind is going to be legacies which you create. And how are you going to create is going to simply define how many people are going to actually cry at your funeral. What you do today is a gift to the future. Right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And in Homer Simpson's word, what I drink today is tomorrow's Homer Simpson's problem, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, drink responsibly. Uh, but but if I have to share my two cents uh, on, or rather, two satoshis on. Uh, how how do you really want to you know sort of uh, bring in that financial education but i i would always say that please and always please pay attention to whenever there is finances being spoken uh, you might have a problem with mathematics or whatever if you can understand simple addition subtraction uh, multiplication and division that's all you need to understand finances there's, there's no rocket science to it as such. It's just that when you sit with it, give it some enough time, persistence towards understanding is going to help you. Second, I would say, maybe inculcating like habits like podcast definitely is going to help you. You are already trying to invest. I mean, fuck invest. I don't think that's investing. You are putting in your time onto Netflix, onto Amazon Prime. Why don't you just buy a freaking uh, Audible? I mean, no, no, that, no that's promotion the thing. for that, that's right? The thing. You're always investing. Either could be the wrong thing. Exactly, exactly. And, and please complete. And and the the one final thing is, if you are in pain, right, in terms of your financial bits or or whatever, how do you address that pain? Is what is going to matter. You either going to end up hating the whole world, saying that you know this is not fair. This is uh, this person's problem, that person's problem, the, the system is a problem, everything. But how can you really work your way around and, and you know identify that pain as an opportunity for you to grow or try and maybe identify ways to avoid those pain? Yes, that's, that's somewhere you would ideally want to be, is what I would true, absolutely true. recommend. I think my, my mind is framed in a such a way that investing only means where you appreciate. Okay. My mind is framed in such a way. Mm-hmm. Like buying something that is uh, not your need is not investing. You can't say okay. that I am investing in a car. Mm. Uh-huh, it's it a big liability. Yeah. No. So, so uh, yeah. Say, say. For, for the car, I would say I've had different perspectives from people. Opportunist car. Agreed. But, yeah. but if your business is into going to places, the car becomes your legs. It's, it's completely dependent so, on how depending you on your it. position. I mean, what, what he's saying is leisure buying or just buying correct, stuff correct, you don't correct. need to impress exactly. the people you exactly. don't want, you exactly. don't need. The, the other day, I was yeah. talking to a cousin of mine. He happens to be 19 years old. Hmm. And uh, he's in Delhi. Yeah. So, he's also uh, working with us. Right. My organization. Hmm. So, I asked him like, what, what, what are your uh, skill sets hmm. as of today? So again, very shy kid. 
couldn't say anything. I said, what do you seek? I mean, what is, are you passionate about anything? Do you have any interest? Mm. So he was like, yeah, I thought of uh, coding mm. because in 12th, uh, I, I was a topper. Mm. My, I learned Python very quickly and this, that. And I asked, why didn't you pursue coding? Mm. Because the obvious answer would have been money. Mm. But he said, then I thought uh, digital marketing is better. Mm. So this period is very tricky. Correct. This age. Where you want to do everything. Yeah. But I would still say that's a good thing. That you become a jack of all, you'll become an entrepreneur for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then again, that's what I said. Like, you know, yeah. like, what, what are your plans? I mean, mm. how how can I further supplement? Mm. You know, is there anything that you seek mm. that I can help you with? Yeah. He couldn't think of anything. Mm. So, what his uh, idea was that he wants to chill. He's in second year. Mm. He's uh, doing it privately. Mm. So he doesn't have to go to the college. Mm. His only concern is the exams are off- offline. Right. He has to go to a center and write his exams. Mm. He's like, till third year, I'll enjoy life. Mm. <laughs> and then after that, I'll any which ways have to work. Yeah. Then I'll figure out. That's the so, problem for tomorrow's homework. Yep. Alarming proportions. Exactly. Exactly. Alarming proportions. I did that. I did that. Right, but so again, no. depending on your scenario, right? Exactly. Depending on your financial uh, circumstance, correct situation, mm. the decisions have to be made because if you are not doing well, mm. if obviously by nineteen most of us don't do well, we are dependent on our parents. Mm. So if your parents are not financially sound, mm. you have to take the initiative mm. of working your ass off, starting off mm. early, mm. because you won't have the advantage per se compared to your Correct. friends who are better off Correct. with money. Correct. Doing well. Correct. Right? And and you won't be able to identify those opportunities also because you're not working towards any opportunities in general. Because at a later stage, I guess when when the the when 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 you're supposed to pay the piper and the time comes. I mean you can't just say that, you know, I wanted I was living a chill life. Right? So there are going to be So don't Yeah. Don't be afraid of stress. Don't, exactly, don't exactly. be afraid that you would be missing the parties mm. of your friends, birthdays, mm. wedding. Mm. Drink, to exactly. me, it doesn't matter. Yeah. My life has been very different. I don't know. I should air this or no. You should. But, uh, you should. I to. actually yeah. planned my life in a such a way mm. that I want to chill and study. Mm. And I wanted to study more. So, uh, uh, but that was an age when I... Uh, when it was 21, I was 21 and mm. my dad told me to join business, mm. also study. Mm. And I thought, uh, I think business is too hectic. Mm. And uh, so I decided to go out of the country mm. to study and chill. Mm. And all that one year, mm. I traveled three different countries. I did backpacking. Mm. I made a huge network, a lot of friends. I enjoyed my life. Mm. Now, when I'm here working, struggling my ass off, mm. I, it, I don't have this. That, you know, I'm missing on to things. Because mm. I've been there, done that. Mm. So, you, you need to do that for once. Correct. No, yeah. so I, I feel like even when you start off your career. So, like you said, uh, not that I'm trying to contradict. But again, these are perceptions and the opportunities mm. at hand. It depends like, on the mindset, I would say. No, it, it also uh, depends uh, on the situation also, bro. I mean, uh, it's like uh, I had a lot of people start working because of the financial condition correct. in the family. Yeah. So, they cannot afford a, even 8K vacation because every penny that they get has to be 
given back to the family. Hmm. So what happens is like I I didn't have the privilege nor I had it a in surplus. my mind. Yeah. Surplus or even I did not hmm. have it in my mind that before I start off working, I started hmm. working when I was 17. So that I should travel and gain perspective. Hmm. Business was the last thing. Hmm. That that I had in my mind, but then again, now now whenever I get an opportunity to travel, mm. I always have it on my agenda. Yeah. Even if I'm traveling to Pune, mm. for that matter, or even like we stay in Navi Mumbai, even mm. if I'm going to Mumbai or any area, mm. I always look out for what people are doing. How are they making money? Mm. So I am able to like you know do it now, and it makes all the more sense right. because now I have the surplus where so, I could actually put it to play. So I guess I'll, I'll maybe put it in a perspective for all the uh, listeners in a way that it's it's kind of a combination of the the both the statements, right? If you definitely have a surplus, go travel because the type of experiences that you're yes. going to get beyond godlike. But whenever you have that surplus, maybe early on, maybe later on in life, do give travel a shot. At times, solo traveling is much more. Uh, you know, sort of paying you back in terms of the experiences, in terms of your, in terms of being comfortable in your own thoughts. Because that's when you are actually for a very long time in a solitude. You learn to enjoy your company. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, it's good that Jay could do it at an early stage. I, I am still trying to figure out my bit. You, you've begun your travel journeys Right no, now. but here's so, the thing. Now you yeah. you have your own versions of travel. Exactly, exactly. You could you don't have to go to Mexico and sit at Cabo San Lucas and have that margarita, right? <laughs> right. You can go. You don't even have to go to Goa. Your even if you can't afford it, travel actually in India, especially, just pick a destination, just go, take the journey, mm. take the ST bus. Mm. God damn it, mm. go to bloody Alibag and just take a walk at the beach. It's free of cost, man. Exactly. One That's what I, mean. I had my my cup of challenges mm. when I came back. Mm. Those are on a different level. Absolutely. Right? Mm. So yeah, when when uh, so I like I told you when I came back into business, mm. it was a very tough time, mm. and uh, we were actually in the grounds at some point. Uh, in 2017, I uh, opened a new company, mm. which started with the, uh, with 80 lakhs of mm. 2021, it was. 12th year. Mm. Uh, mm. This year, I filed for, today we are in April. Mm. I filed for 26. Mm. The last one year, I haven't traveled. Mm. That last one year, I haven't really gone for a huge vacation mm. until I finish my targets. Mm. So, there, there are times, it, there yeah. are times, there mm. are rewards to it. There, is, mm. there are times when you get a chance to do it. When you don't, mm. you, you put your 100% work you hard, know party hard, that's my funda. Exactly. I yeah, I have my fundamentals. Work hard, party hard. Enjoy your life. Absolutely. That, 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and sometimes actually. that gives you also, that gives you a peace that you have enjoyed your life and then now you mm. want, mm. now it's the time to work, so work for it. So you and remind yourself you, like what is all this struggle and slogging for a little peace Yeah. That comes mm. in form of travel. Yeah, I think it's very important and yeah. uh, uh, there's don't be afraid of stress. Uh, I think it just comes to you mm. whether you're afraid or no. But you should not be afraid to let it out. You just take a vacation. You yeah. might lose. I mean, to, little, to, but you will gain a lot. To, mm. Like, you know, like I personally find it difficult. Like, if even if I'm like uh, 2021, January, I, I went to Goa. Mm. And that was a time when we were just venturing into the furniture business. Mm. I couldn't enjoy because firstly I was feeling guilty that I was not in the office mm. and then 
it was like I always kept telling myself that this could have been done quicker. This could have been done in a mm, better way had mm. I been in the office. So, and anytime, like you know, even Sundays, I have a habit of working mm. because then somehow that guilt crops up mm. that oh, this is not going good that way. And and one thing I've learned in life while I was traveling, especially, uh, uh, you know, uh, when we go outside, we meet a lot of people, different people. They they all are still into something. Yeah. Right. Uh, because they give time to their hobbies. They when I spoke to a few, mm. they said I sit for one hour, two hours, and do my hobby. What I really love to do, I mm. do that. Mm. My work is different. Even if I like it, love it or no, I need to do it. Whatever be it. But what I really love, what I love, uh, what I enjoy, mm. I give two hours, one hour in a day. Mm. Here, when I came back, uh, when I come back to my uh, daily routine. Mm. I can't give uh, one hour every day, but mm. I try to give that one Sunday to it, mm. and that really keeps your mind at peace. Exactly that that weekly so dose. That be it, be it traveling, be it whatever, be yeah, it traveling, yeah, travel for short distances, but go go into the nature or mm. you know go meet friends, whatever. Be it. Correct, correct. I agree. You have your music, do your music, yeah. uh, things like that. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. like Virat is Virat. Kya achha nasta hai. Virat, kya must dance. Yeah, karta correct, hai. correct. So, yeah. <laughs> that's my Instagram handle. But again, that's that's for that's a way for me to blow off some steam. Exactly. And I think this that podcast is... also came into existence exactly. because we mutually agreed on it. Like, and by know? the way, guys, Correct. I'm not on Instagram on, and and Facebook. It's been a while. It's yeah. been what 15 days. Yeah, Rishtas are still welcome, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the DMs are piling up. Oh, mama. So, so that's that's just because uh, this is a peak season for us, and I need hmm. to invest my time. In, at the right place, right. So it's and and I'm temporarily not on Instagram. I wish to go whenever I be traveling next. I will be uh, active, yeah. but not right now. Mm, the Wanderlust Diary. <laughs> yeah, mm, it's a good name. Absolutely, Virat Kamas dance karta is also a very Absolutely. good name <laughs> for tooting my own trumpet, but. Uh, Um, I've been banned thrice on Instagram, so I'm not even going <laughs> to mention my name. They'll ban me again. I'm not playing. Yeah, not cut, 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 cut. But then I guess. But that is why. That is why. That's for really another uh, podcast. Definitely, every podcast. every question I bring in is another podcast. Is another yeah, podcast. Yeah, you're yeah, opening. A, you're opening a whole can of worms each with each question that you absolutely. ask. Absolutely, and a peel and and peeling an onion with every question. It's a different is. rabbit hole. Absolutely, so no. many analogies. Anyway. That. I, I post a lot of uh, instigating. What, I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up in a joke. What's the difference between conspiracy theory and a reality? Six to twelve months. <laughs> oh, we should so talk I, about conspiracy. Uh, theory. So I, I post soon, a lot about soon. that thing, and uh, the technical overlords don't like it as much. So yeah. Well, yeah. So one fine day, I'm gone <laughs> from Instagram. I can't log in. <laughs> Yeah. So that's 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 that. Uh, I mean, I guess a lot of good uh, golden advices which have you know typically been sort of created. And uh, I mean, I guess I guess maybe coming towards a natural uh, end towards the podcast, I would say uh, put in the work. That's that's I guess the whole premise of this podcast is making people realize that you know uh, sitting on your butt. Is not going to help as much if you're not doing anything uh, along with it. I mean, play games unless you get paid. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's a very utopian job, but <laughs> but ideally, I mean, if you play games, uh, rec- I mean, record while you're doing it. I mean, that's digital content. Content is the new oil. Uh, create as much content as you can. Um, speak to people. Read books. Inculcate good. I mean, not good, but but productive habits. Um, discipline be, and be mindful. Oh, absolutely. Be mindful in general and yeah. be aware. The whole premise of yeah. this podcast, you know, having values, having awareness, having balance, and having experience. These things are pretty crucial. Uh, in terms of uh, the business bit of it, I would say. Uh, Taking risk is is what going is something which is going to take you places. Uh, the the same set of actions are going to lead you to the same set of actions, and you know, put in the work, go out there, you know, find that passion which you've been you know sort of wanting for. Blow off some steam whenever required. Don't you know sort of have a a very stressful uh, relationship with your passion or or the. The 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 hustle which you want to really yes, work yes. on because uh, business is stressful and uh, everything it is, is it is it is filled is with ups and yep. downs yep and uh, that's the adventure yep you can't uh, uh, wait on the shore if you want to swim in the sea you can't wait on the shore waiting for the waves to uh, stop right yep you will have to learn to swim in the waves correct so that's that's just about it maybe jumping into the water also yeah. is going to is the only way for you to learn right so yeah. Doing that work is is going to be the name of the game, and as much as you know, I, I might uh, you know sort of dread saying this, but then laziness is not going to help you or take you anywhere. Uh, you know, you need to end of the day get up, go yeah. out there, and and sort of win and uh, just be and back all, and, and to enjoy all, all the, the listeners, to all the listeners. Yep. Uh, move out of the comfort zone, and you will see true the that magic stuff. There is discomfort. True that. That the the minute you identify there's a comfort zone, do away with it. Go, absolutely do away with it. And I guess yeah, oh, read books, read content, oh, inculcate those habits. That that's certainly going to help you uh, reach places where we're still on our journeys right now. Uh, ask yeah. more and ask often. I mean, oh, don't, absolutely. Don't carry the. Don't feel ashamed. Uh, like you reminded me a few days back, right? Jo Sharmaya wo. Absolutely. The person well, always, who's shying a, a away. Closed is, mouth cannot be fed. Never. So Never. keep asking. There's hmm. nothing stupid or hmm. anything like that. Correct. Because that will get you a lot of answers. Hmm. And the person will give you an insight or two more hmm. about their topic. I mean, it's so simple to get people talking. Just ask them about their problems. Oh, absolutely. And done. And you can tell up much so much about a man by the size of their problems. You know? <laughs> Right. So, yep, that's that's the sixth one. Uh, it was a beautiful episode. And I think uh, we we started off really, really fun and reaching to a very natural uh, uh, sort of takeaways from this. Um, sure, we, we aren't really financial advisors. So, I would urge you guys to, you know, sort of uh, read about things. Maybe a few name drops would, would certainly help. Uh, do read through the books. Um, this is certainly going to help you out in in the longer run, and yep, that's that's us signing off uh, within the room with me. That's Mr. V, A V Chan, Varun, and Jay, and yep, thank you so much. And next have one a great is going to day. be about minimalism. Let's see. We're we're gonna you know. We'll connect up. today's and the minimalism. 
Absolutely. Can do a lot of a lot of things coming up. And yep, that's that's me signing off. And thank you so much for sticking around. Peace. You just heard the Wave Podcast. And this is us signing off. Leaving y'all with a beautiful, beautiful track. Music credits in the description below. Find us on the major platforms by Google, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Links in the description. Show us some love in the comments below. And do tell us what you love about our thoughts. This is us signing off yet again. Peace. It's all